attention, please. It's time for the final countdown. <laughs> the show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go! Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of 50 Cents. I'm my boy, Ken Jenkins, with my partners, Mike Hubbard. Aquarius, and my name is Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And the voice of reason of the show, Mr. Derek Rogers. I don't believe in the Zodiac. (laughs) (laughs) Are you really an Aquarius? I am. Mm. And my name is really Mike. Your name is Mike. Yeah, that's well, that. I couldn't resist. I heard that song. The other float day. on. Yeah, float, float on. Yeah, that was a jam. It was. That jam. was a jam. And it went on for like oh an God. hour, yeah. especially the right? the, the, the uh, extended cut. The extended yes. remix went on yes. for an hour. Wasn't it like five. Or wasn't it, but wasn't it funny how when they, you know, if you were that one of those signs, yeah. that, that was your you part. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't know anything else on the song. Or you do that part. Or you make it up, right? Sagittarius. My name is Ken. It wasn't no Sagittarian on the floaters. Right? And it went on for hours. And back in those days, right, all we did was bump and grind back in the back in the basement, right? Okay. At least that's all I did. Yeah. We didn't have basements. We don't have basements. You just bump and grind in the basement and the song went on for an hour. So by the time you were done, you had like you had worn a white spot in your jeans. Oh my god. Your lips were hurting. Oh my god. What? Can this song ever end? I feel like I got lockjaw now. Oh Lord. But anyway, speaking of lockjaw, we're gonna talk about San Francisco. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> Forgive me. That deserves another one. <laughs> oh my God! Getting hot in here, man. For real. So take off all your clothes. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. We we're going to talk about San Francisco because hmm. San Francisco supervisors are currently uh, proposing reparations for its 5.7 percent African American population to right the wrongs of of history in this country. Hmm. What in the world is going on in San Francisco? Hmm. It's funny. What's funny? Because when I saw that story, the first thing that popped into my head was that Dave Chappelle skit about what would happen if black people got reparations. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's sad. That's first thought that came. But I'm like, there might be some truth to that. If you gave every black person five million dollars, that's what they're talking about. Giving them a whopping five million bruh, each, the economy would explode. Certain parts of the economy, the Mercedes dealers would go bananas. Oh my god! Well, now that's the thing, right? Um, what would they buy? You buy Mercedes? Come on, keep keep it well, real. Given the cost of living in San Francisco, you may just be able to get your house. Right. You know what I mean? You were able to get it. They're not buying houses. They're not buying houses. That gonna, is true. They're going to keep living in the projects, but they're going to have the flyest car in the world parked out front. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. What? They don't all live in the projects. That's not, Damn, why that's I not that? stereotype. Did, did I do that? There are some. Did I say that out loud? You uh, know, affluent black people in California. 
Okay, but you were talking about the Dave Chappelle skit. Yeah. Right, and that's what got me on that frame of mind of how the folk were just buying stuff. Yeah. Right, they were buying all kinds of crazy stuff, gold chains. Cigarette trucks. Cigarette trucks. Fried chicken. So that that, that wasn't me trying to be <laughs> wow. reversed racist. That was just me kind of spelling out the theme, yeah. the context of the Dave Chappelle. Uh, I just wonder what would happen. What would, what would that solve? The ills of our communities. No. Or would it exacerbate? So, so I think there's a challenge, right? Because to that point, and I, I was looking at some different things and listening to some different authors um, or, or in black intellectuals and other intellectuals talk about the topic. Um, would that absolve folk from really being accountable Hmm. Meaning, I've given you this money. Shut up. What? You shouldn't have any other issue. Does that does it fix our educational system, or does it again take them off the hook? It's like, hey, I gave you five million dollars. Don't you know you go fix your community. I don't have to worry about it anymore. What are you doing? And if you don't, you now mismanage your money. That ain't on me. Just something to think about. I I, I fall on the second part of that I think that's what will be the the reaction okay you got your reparations sit down somewhere and be quiet and if you blow it we that's it we done right it's on you we're not donating to your charities to your HBCUs to your none of that this should be enough there's a servo a certain level of accountability that goes away right you know um we we've given you this we we don't have to give you anything else we don't have to make we don't have to have diversity equity and inclusion in corporate america anymore we've given you your five million you and (laughs) ity but the unity isn't that isn't that it D E N E E N Y D E N I D E N I. I'm sorry, <laughs> but now is it okay? So let's let's talk about some of the the issues surrounding that in terms of how you decide who to give it to. So who all black people, all black people, every single resident. So people that head of household. Okay. People that are of mixed race. They get half. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) But that's a good question. That makes absolute sense. But these are but these are are legitimate questions that that will come up in the conversation in terms of how you do that. Because he's talking about black people of Puerto Rican descent, of Haitian descent, what who we don't even know. Some of us, where we, what we come from. And I was about to say, there's a, there are, and, and this is true, there are black people who weren't enslaved that were in this country. I mean, that's, that's, there's documented history of that. There's documented history of blacks coming to America before Columbus, for sure. And so there are black people that were not slaves. Now, and, and, that, and those are the kind of hairs that will get split. Right. I mean, that, that's just the reality. Right. And, and is it just adults? Is it per household? Is it, you know, 
that that would be a lot of things to sort out. And to your point, like we were talking earlier about some well-to-do folks, do they get it too? Right, right. And you know, it, it it's a very very complex conversation. Right. Um, there are some that say, you know, why give it? Because and and wh- who funds it? Where does it come from? Does it come from the government? If so, you have a you know, and Mitch McConnell said it right. I didn't do it effectively, is what he said. Right. You know. This is, you know, this something happened way back when. Flip side of that, though, is Mitch McConnell, others. You've benefited from, exactly. from, the, from the generational wealth. Yes. Right? So, you, you know, just to dismiss it is not fair. It's not right. Because we, you've, we, we seldom talk about those who have benefited from generational wealth and what right. that does for a family, for a community, for a country, for a nation. Right? So, you know, there's 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 obviously some merit to it is just how do you go about um, distributing, deciding who gets it, et cetera. Now, are there other things that can be done is was was or is affirmative action an attempt at reparations? Mm. Well, according to the plan, from what I've read, the plan that city supervisors have put forward have a number of recommendations as to what the reparations would actually be. Some would be financial, straight up dollars, right? Some would be elimination of debt, right? Others would be, you know, households below a certain income. Um, so there are a number of things, a number of recommendations, but that's a good point. Who Ultimately, who gets it? Who decides who gets it and who doesn't get it? I like the elimination of debt. Yeah, I would take elimination of debt. I take the five million dollars, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, a big. Problem. I only get. I only get two point five though. Oh my gosh! Yeah, my mama. I, oh boy, my mama from the Jewish nation. You can't get the full <laughs> reparation, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll take. I'll take two point five right about now. After spending all that money trying to make my last movie, that's true. That's true. I'll take two point five million right now. But I think you know what to me. We, get, we have to improve our educational system. We have to pro- improve our infrastructure. Um, there are a number of things that we have to do and to address in our community. And m- money helps, I'm not going to lie. But that's not the only thing. Because again, and we all know it, you can, you can donate to a charity, but when you physically show up and volunteer is a different story. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's, there's more accountability. There's more tie in. Um, and so giving this money, yes, it could potentially help, but if we have no financial education and we just squander it, right. Again, we've, we've now absolved them of any responsibility and they say we are done. Right. That's the thing for me. That's, that's the big, you know, as much as I joke about it, that's the big question mark is, is does this solve the problem? Right. If we, if you throw a bunch of money at a group of people who have no financial literacy, you know, does that solve the problem? Well, <laughs> then you absolve the, what, what? No, on that skit, Chappelle kind of addressed that too. By not having financial literacy. The reporter was like, it's interesting. They're giving it back as fast as they get it. Yeah, mm. yeah, but that, that's, and, and that's a joke. But that's, the that's probably what would it's, happen. It's the that's reality. reality. It, it's scary, and it wouldn't be in our communities, right? 
you know, we would go and to the mall and right, and we all sp- of that. spend the money outside of our own yeah. communities. Absolutely. So is that is that solving the problem? I know uh, personally, if you if you were given the opportunity right now, Derek, because you know I'm always going to draw this back to let's let's rate it, let's somehow let's figure out what we would do. If you were given the opportunity right now to take a check for five million, or you'd have your debt relieved, or some other type of reparation, what would it be? Good gracious. Mm. Man, that's a tough question. <laughs> that is a tough question. Um, I know my and my family's situation is unique. I would take the five million and invest. You know, do some charitable charitable things, but invest in. And this is what I would use to create my generational wealth, passed down to my kids. How about you, Mike? I kind of lean towards some combination of you can you know cash. No, no you. I got to pick one. Take the check for five million. Have all your debt and your family's debt relieved, or some other. Oh, I'm, a, I'm taking the cash. You taking the five million? Yeah, because I think and, and some of us, I think us in our circles that we, you know. Operate and move in. There's enough knowledge and information. I think we would take steps to, you know, do things with that money that wouldn't squander it. Right. And maybe, and this might be too much. Maybe they should give people some kind of a test, literacy test, before they give you the money. Hmm. Oh, are that too? <laughs> is that is that a poll tax, Mike? Yeah. Well, no, just that, a, that sounds like a black tax right there. But if you're not, if you are you helping somebody, if you give them all this money, well, that's the thing. And then they are go you? and right blow it. You're not helping them if if you give you're throwing a bunch of money at someone with at someone without any type of financial literacy. That goes back to you know the 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 era of not being able to read or write or you know equal schooling and all that stuff. So are you fixing the problem? So you would take the money, though. That, that's I would mind. personally take the money, like, Derek, because there's, you know, charities and causes I would like to help. I think I, I know enough to, you know, invest or whatever, and then I can pay what little debt off I have okay. on my own. Okay. Um, and maybe a, a, a component should be providing financial uh, planning for people. See, but you're putting all kinds of rules on it. No, not a rule, but just make that available. You take the check or you get nothing. <laughs> See, okay. Right. So what would, what would you do, Ken? Uh, I think I'm moving to San Francisco, first of all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can be part. I can be part of it. I think I'm moving to San Francisco. Y'all got uh, choking on And me. you realize I'm only, I'm only getting 2.5, so. Well. Um, <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, I'm taking the 2.5, man. I'm taking it. Give me the money. You know, I'm at the point in my life. Give me the money. I'm like Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Give right. me the gold. Give I me the, the money. I'll take it. And then I'll do what I want with it. Um, not worrying about whether you think it's going to solve any particular problem. Because I know that I'm going to have enough financial literacy where I'm, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do some things to create some legacy wealth for my family. 
Um, I'm probably not going to buy a Mercedes <laughs> with gold rims, <laughs> right? <laughs> gold, gold spinning rims, right? Um, so I would say, give me, I would, I would take it. I would take it in a heartbeat. Wouldn't question it. Sign it. Where do I sign up? Huh. Mm. But to your other part, I don't think that reparations will solve our problem. It won't. It it won't. You know. Yeah. That that there's so many nuances to it. Yeah. And I, and obviously we're just talking about California. Right. right. We know certain states not going to even try. Oh, Texas ain't even doing that. Not even. Not even <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Not even, not even part of the conversation. Not, not a thought. Oh my goodness! I would dare say Alabama's probably not thinking. Probably about it. not. Mississippi, Florida, probably not. Probably yeah. not. And two, the reality is, you know, you when you talk specifically like about Mississippi, they have some other very real, just simple infrastructure problems they have to address. Here's a plan. Here's something for you. Check this out. We should try to turn this reparations referendum into a nationwide. Um, referendum and each state based on their populace of slaves has to contribute that percentage of money to the national referendum fund uh, reparations fund huh but then wouldn't it be a lot of states that wouldn't have to yeah yeah that's okay like Montana, Idaho, I that's okay. Yeah. It, it wasn't that's okay, but Alabama so. and Texas, so the South would take the brunt of it. Yeah, then that's fine. <laughs> That's five. Wow. And it's really interesting that California is well, the one kind of leading on this. Right. Well, California's always been out front when it came to liberalism. And came but was to, slavery prominent in California? I don't no. think. No. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. That's a, so, that's a good now, question. Wait, now, Ken, go, go back. Now, say, say that again. This nationwide referendum to do what now? To create a nation, a national reparations fund. And based on your populace of slaves at any given point in history, you had to contribute, the, you know, that percentage to the fund. So if you were 20 percent of the national slave population, then you needed to contribute 20 percent to this fund. You know, how say, much is the fund? I, I don't know. We, we have to come up with some kind of dollar amount. Let's just let's make it simple for my for my, you know, well, my puny brain. Let's say there was a dollar for every slave. Right. And you had two million slaves in in Mississippi, then you you owe two million dollars to this fund. Texas had a million slaves; they owe a million dollars to this fund. And so, then what happens? So, okay, we do this, and we pool all of the all the states contribute. So, then what happens? Then we give it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> we make me <laughs> okay. I no, then I we create some type of plan like Social Security. Um, not saying that Social Security is 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 working that well. Theoretically, we create some type of plan like the distribution of Social Security, some type of agency that's responsible for the distribution of the funds, just like they're doing in California on a smaller level. Okay. So then how do they determine where to distribute? Are they, they just, I guess, in theory, use something, assuming they can get the accurate number of African-Americans in the country and then they distribute accordingly? I don't know. I don't know what is accordingly. I mean, that's the same, that's the same question that's what we I'm asked saying. about. But, but this is, this is, this, you know, brings up the complexity of that right. because I guarantee nobody's going to be happy. How, you know, however, whatever the deciding 
factor is, no one's going to be happy. Right. Because then what about like our grandparents and great-grandparents who were not far removed from slavery, but they're no longer alive, who really, those are the people that really probably deserve reparations. How would that, would their descendants get their, what was due to them? You know, it's, 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 it's a, complicated. It is it's very complicated. <laughs> and and I, I, I think, you know, from a, from a moral standpoint, we can certainly understand it. And it makes sense. But the devil is in the detail. So, so here's my question. How did they do it with um, the Japanese Americans in the internment camps? So great question. Great question. Let's just follow that example. How'd they do that? Well, for one, I don't think they were in a encampment for 400 years. Well... Well, yeah. So from a time a shorter period of time, right? So from a time perspective, you lose you lose data, right? You lose people. So I understand that that would be harder. But theoretically, what? How did they decide? They just decided, okay, you're in the internment camp, and as you come out, every family that came out got X amount of dollars on their way out. Is that what we're saying? I, I'm speculating that that's because they they're probably records of who was in those camps. Right, and right. they just went back to the records. Slavery, we don't know. Right, right, we don't know, and, and it was over oh, so many years. It's like generations right. of people. Yeah, so that's why I feel it's a foolish plan. Not because reparations is foolish in and of itself, but it's just the complexity to which it would have to be executed. It goes beyond my feeble comprehension. Of how it would, how you would do it, and 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 the reality is, I need to take calculus. <laughs> yeah, the reality is too. You cannot put a price on life. No. You cannot put a price on the suffering of our ancestors, because you can certainly even argue five million is not enough. Right, and I and I would dare say that it is not enough. Right. So California did have slaves, right? Although it, it was admitted to the union. As a free state, slavery still existed there in the 1850s. Wow. Hmm. Boy, so everybody got in on the slavery. Yeah. It was too, too hard to resist. I wanted some slaves. Man. <laughs> but, that, and, but on the rep, I think that's why ultimately, the more I think about it, <clears throat> the best solution is not individual payouts. But we as a community or somehow we decide, okay, here are our top 10 areas we want to address. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's put that money there, which would, to me would have a longer lasting impact as opposed to giving me one check. Cause I can blow that check and none of my generations would, it wouldn't help them at all. And then two, is it taxable? Right. Yeah. Right. So my 2.5 so is now one. It's not one. I'm down to one million right now. Right. Gee whiz. Which in this day and time is like seven, well, eight hundred thousand. Right. Which, which you, you hope it would not be taxable, <laughs> but I would not be surprised. You know it's going to be taxable. You know like it's going to be taxable. There's no way that kind of money is going to be distributed without, without the tax. government taking their fair share. 
Man, we would love to hear people's thoughts on on this. Would you take the money? That's what I want to know. Write in, leave us comments. Go on our Facebook page. Go on our Facebook page. Send us an email. What would you do? Would you take the money? Give me the gold. I want the Give gold. Give me the five million. That five million be calling me, man. That five million oh, just be calling man. me. I take it. I take that money in the heart. I take the money too, but <clears throat> in five years we would still be upset and angry. I wouldn't be. We'd be wanting more. Well, that wasn't enough. <laughs> we should have got ten million. Turn that five million into ten million. <laughs> Turn and that. Now you're two point five million. My my one million after taxes. <laughs> Gee whiz! I just said, don't give it to me in crypto. No, don't, yeah, no. I don't want any crypto. Give it to me. That's just gold. Gold, <laughs> gold booyah. Yeah, it's gold. funny you say that though. Yeah, I heard that's one of the uh, ways of yeah. uh, reparations that one brother really? was was uh, 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 putting forth. He said silver and gold, like you know the bars. Yeah. I'd sure. rather have Jesus <sighs> always and silver and gold always. Always. Go bullion. But wow. the five million will help. Five. I'd rather have five million than silver and than gold. Silver and gold. Go bullion. Just like saying bullion. <laughs> I have to get some more buttons over here because I, I don't even. Y'all, y'all we, got me. I don't know what to do. It's like double entendre. Oh, gosh. You just, you just, so certain words you just like saying bullion. 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 So do y'all want the bouillon? Do you want cash or do you want the bouillon? Give me the bouillon. Wow. <laughs> There's nothing to On say. On the red table top. Oh, Give me the bouillon. <laughs> Get that bouillon off my red table with your entanglement. Oh, boy. This oh, yeah. has been another great conversation, <laughs> gentlemen. I mean, uh, obviously, much more nuanced, much more yeah. complex um, but we really would like to hear what your comments are. Absolutely. Send us a, if, if you're listening to this podcast, take two seconds, send us a comment. If you're listening to it on Facebook, send us a comment saying, what would you do? Would you take the five million in cash? Yeah. Or would you take the bouillon? The bouillon. Bouillon. Or would you tell them to give it to your favorite HBCU in your name? Oh, geez. Wow. Wow. Mike is pulling it all together. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Golly. There you go. They just hey. mismanage it anyway. So oh, you know, oh, oh, the bouillon. And on that note, hit the music, gentlemen. <laughs> the outro music, there, buddy. It's calling them. <laughs> this has been another great chat with Fifty Cents. Fifty Cents. My partner is Mike Hubbard. And my voice of reason over here, Derek Rogers. First it was the Zodiac, now we on Booyah. I don't know what to do. All right, y'all, till next time. Peace. Peace.